0: Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, charges roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer call around 72 1818 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.
1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Pacific Standard Time on Wednesday, November 6, 2013, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host. Now, let me explain what Boy Crazy Radio is. Boy Crazy Radio, in a nutshell, is an advice hotline, okay? It's a, it's a call-in advice show. For any anyone out there, all right, whatever it is you're going through, I don't care how old you are, if you're gay, straight, bisexual, black, Korean, Hispanic, Caucasian, wherever the fuck you are. I'm sorry, I'm an African-American. You know what I'm talking about. Whoever the fuck you are, wherever the fuck you are, whatever you're going through, whatever it may be, this is the place for you. This is your new safe haven, home away from home. I serve as the big sister that you never even knew you wanted or needed, and also, maybe for some of you out there, I can be like, you know, the cool older sister, uh, you know, that you and your friends jerk off to whatever take that however you want to take it the point is i'm here to listen the telephone number is area code 646-378-0649 once again save this number in your smartphone because i mean i want to hear all your bullshit not everybody does and i don't know why i have all this extra energy uh i am an only child for whatever reason i have a, i have like a ballroom uh size or a football sized uh part of me where I put all of my, uh, all my energy in, and all of that energy is just reserved for listening to all your bullshit and your problems and your dynamics and your boy issues and your girl issues and your social networking and texting dilemmas and all that stuff, your acne, your uh, body dysmorphia, your, uh, you can't pick an outfit, the guy's not calling you back, I don't care, whatever, whatever the fuck it is, for whatever reason, you unlock this room inside of me, and there's all the energy and attention for you yeah, it's crazy. How did it get in there? I don't even know. I hope it lasts forever. I hope nobody, uh, uh, anyway, you get my point. The point is, again, the telephone number is 646-378-0649. If you're too much of a pussy to call in, which I totally understand, we've all been there. I used to call Loveline all the time, and then when they, they would pick up the phone, Dr. Drew would pick up the phone, and I would freak out and hang up. And I had been waiting for like you know, 45 minutes to get through, and then i fucking blow it and just hang up because I couldn't handle being a voice in the ether that nobody would ever identify. So don't worry about it. You don't have to call in. You can always tweet me your question, and my Twitter information is as follows. At I'm Boy crazy, the letter I, the letter M, B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y. There you have it. The telephone number, the Twitter info. Okay, I actually have a topic of the night. And the topic is uh, bad behavior, bad habits you have in relationships when you're dating someone, all right? I want to know, whether you're a guy or a girl, whoever you are out there, I would love for you to call in to tell me what your habitual bad behavior is when you're in a relationship. Because I am in a relationship, and here's what I'm noticing, here's the problem. I'm in therapy. I have a lot of problems. But, not true. How dare you? All right. I am in therapy. I work on myself as much as I can. I'm talking about masturbating and going to see my therapist. Not at the same time. He wishes. Anyway, what the fuck is my point? But, there are some issues and some habits that I can't work on in between relationships because they don't come up, like, they don't present themselves. It's just like it's like how I forget I'm gonna have my period every month. I just like for you know I've been having my period since I was like whatever 13 years old, and uh, I still like it still sneaks up on me and I'm like oh yeah that's you what do you do Jesus this is crap oh, um and that's what I heard happens happens to women when they give birth like they forget when they have their second baby they, they they've forgotten about how painful it was the first time around because it, it, it has to be like that. If you remember the pain and you remember all the shit that comes up during the process of whether it's childbirth, a sloppy, bloody period, or a relationship like falling madly, madly, passionately, passionately in love, you probably wouldn't jump in to do it again because you'd be like, "Oh fuck, no, 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 I am not doing that. I am not gonna do that That was horrible that that was a, that was really painful um anyway, so here I find myself madly and passionately in love with a guy, I'm currently in a relationship, I've not been in a legitimate relationship uh, for probably, for a couple of years, and like, and the last relationship I had, that was like two years ago, was five months, and uh, whatever, so I've been in a relationship now for about seven months, I am madly, crazy, passionately in love with this guy. He is a wonderful, wonderful guy. He's thoughtful, he's gentle, He's handsome, he's stylish, he's kind, he has a wonderful heart. He's not a pussy, despite being kind and thoughtful and and a sweetheart and uh, all that stuff and me calling him gentle. He's not a pussy, so that's cool. That's a nice balance. You don't want to push over puss. Anyway, so we have all these great things. The second part of that, it's a long-distance relationship. So I don't even like usually telling people that because – all of a sudden you get, a, you get the response like, you get a response like, oh, oh. You go, oh, yeah, Alexi, do you have a boyfriend? I do have a boyfriend. He's so great. Um, it is, you know, he, he, he doesn't live in L.A., though. It's long distance. Oh. Oh. Because, so, like, all of a sudden that just means, like, it's not a real relationship. Anyway, so I'm in this long distance relationship. To me, it is very real because it is real. And uh, they're not ideal, but they're real. And uh, we see each other, we have like this new plan or kind of rule or something where it's like, or maybe he doesn't even know about it, but I'm, I'm living by it. We don't go longer than three weeks without seeing each other. So I saw him last week, I wanted to be with him for Halloween. So I flew out to meet him in Portland, because that's where he was. And everything was great. He picked me up from the airport, he does everything above and beyond. He does all the gentlemanly things. He, you know, whatever. I don't need to get into all this stuff. But he did. He brought me flowers. He, he picked me up in the airport. He's lovely. I know he loves me. And, uh, and as the trip progressed, I started doing all the same shit I've done in every single relationship that drives men away, sabotages the relationship, uh, makes me look like a monster. And I want to go through my trip and explain to you. The things I did, and I would like to hear from you the things that you do. Maybe they're some of the same, the some of the same things. And one of the before I go into into what happened during the trip, I would like to get your phone calls because if, even if you don't have any bad habits that you want to share with me, I would like to hear whatever problem or issue you are going through. And I would love to hear about your Halloween, your Halloween uh, experiences, and find out about like you know the horrible situations you put yourself in, or weird shenanigans you got into, or you know, I'm praying none of you got date raped. But if you did, let's talk about it. Oh God, why is it, why is it why isn't it just called rape? Date rape is still rape. It's still somebody having sex with you when you don't want to have sex with them, but they had to had to fight fight to uh, find a new niche for for a different type of rape when men were like, it's not rape. Anyway, whatever. It is rape. How dare you? Okay. The point is. I would like to go through my trip to highlight the things that I did. Because, oh, and this is what I was going to say. The overall thing that I noticed and one of the main things like the, uh, that I do in all relationships is when I don't know what's going on with the guy I'm with or when there's silence or when I'm unsure or when I'm insecure, I fill in the gaps with stories I tell myself. I make up these scenarios. I tell myself stories. I weave these, like, lies. They're not based on anything real, but if he looks at me a certain way, or if he doesn't do something I think he should do, or if he does something or says something that means nothing, I'll make it mean everything to me, and I'll just go, in my brain, I'll just say, oh, he doesn't love me anymore. He's not attracted to me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I shouldn't even be with him. I I should be with somebody different. Like he's, He's just wrong for me. I can't believe he would do that. I'm completely alone. I can't believe this. Oh, there are moments of my trip, and I'll get into it in a second, where I just spiraled. I'm, I'm a fucking nutcase, and I'll get into it in a second. First, I'm going to uh, take a phone call. Area code 404? Oh, area code 404? This could have been an exciting night. This could have been the night when I got to talk to somebody with the area code 404. Are you there? Hello? Oh, yes, I hear you. Your connection is really bad. But tell me your name, oh. uh, name, your name, your age, where you're calling from, and what your problem is. <laughs> I didn't even know what Buzz did. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't answer. Oh, no, but, um, so what, tell me everything. What's your name, how old are you, and what's going on with you?
3: Um, my name's Destiny, and I'm, like, 2021. 20, and 20, I have a few 20, problems. What,
2: what does that mean, 2021?
3: <laughs> my birthday's coming up soon.
2: Oh, that's exciting! So wait, you does that
3: make oh, wait, you? No, a... <laughs> <laughs> my roommate? Not my roommate came in my room.
1: <laughs> this is so exciting. I'm sorry. we a party.
3: <laughs> okay, you can go ahead. Or hello?
2: Uh, yeah. So tell me, tell me everything. What's happening, Destiny?
3: <laughs> okay, wait. Let me let me make sure
2: she's not listening. <laughs> No nope. you know what? Nobody cares, but it's totally cool. you do your thing. Okay. Okay, so make okay, yes, keep gone
3: yes. Okay, so um I'm just like I've never, ever, really ever had a boyfriend. <laughs> That's okay. And like Yeah, like but like the thing is is like when I do like someone I don't know what happens or like I feel like I liked them. Somehow I feel like what you were saying earlier, I, like, do the thing where I make up stories and I just kind of drive them away. And, like, I think this is what has, like, happened, like, to me recently because, like, the person I like, like, he approached me first or whatever and stuff like that. But I think, like, me making up these, like, constant stories has like, it just ended up bad. But, like, long story short, like, I guess I was getting on his nerves like he just wouldn't say anything because he's just nice. And, like, in the end, I told him that I liked him, but then he was, like, I think your expectations of me are, like, different from my expectations of you. And I don't even know what that meant, but I just knew he wasn't interested anymore, and I just left it at them. I still feel, I don't know, like, what do you feel?
2: Okay, and listen to me. Let me repeat this, because you're speaking very fast, and you've got a kind of a nervous laugh attached to what you're saying, which is totally fine. I've, I've, I've been that way, too. But he said to you, let me figure this out. He said, I think you're... He goes, Destiny, I think your expectations of me are different from my expectations of you, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, what I want to know is, let's backtrack a little bit and move okay. a bit slower. What did you get upset with him for? What did you expect him to do? What, what, what does he mean? What were your expectations?
3: I mean, like, I didn't really tell him, like, what my expectations were. It was just, like, it started, like, somewhere. Like, I'm in college. It's, like, our second semester and sophomore year like back in like May and like um we were talking and stuff and I was like okay um I like this person whatever. and we would hang out occasionally and stuff like that and then like during the summer because he was still on campus and I was like, working on campus like I like planned things for us to like meet up or like he'll like hang out with me or I'll see him in the library and we'll like start talking or something and then like I was like okay and then we, like we would text sometimes and stuff like that and then it just started picking up when the school year happened and it, it's eventually, I guess it like we it would be like I would say something or he would say something, and I guess I would assume he meant something negative by it, and then I would reply like I guess in a way that's kind of crazy. Like I'm trying to think of something specific. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something specific, maybe. Um, let's say like I would like invite him. Like one time, I was like I had invited him to come over to my apartment and, like, come eat with me. And then he was like, oh, no, it's okay. I have I have to do blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I took that the wrong way. And I was like, oh, so you just don't want to, like, hang out with me? You want to come out eat with me or whatever, stuff like that. And things like that just kept happening or whatever. I would take what he said and I, like, misinterpret. And then it got so bad to the point where I would say something and then he would start to misinterpret it. Like, I remember um I told him I'd bring him something. And then, like, he was like, Oh, you're just saying that because you want me to come over or something like that and it would just it's just spiraled down to a point because it was actually a pretty long it's been like six months going on like that. And then eventually I was like, you know what, I don't even care. I know I like knew it wasn't gonna like work out at the point. We were we were like going back and forth too much. So like in the end I just told him, Look, um I just told him sure that I liked him and I just left it at that and then that's when he told me like, which your expectations of me are different from my expectations of you.
2: Well, my question is, did you ever make out with them or have sex with them? No. <laughs> and, like, and when, when you guys would hang out, you would just hang out and, like, do what? And, like, let's say we'd, like, be at the store and, like,
3: we would just like it would just feel like just playing around, like being playful towards each other, I guess, like, um... Like we never really got anything physical besides like him like maybe like touching my thigh or something like that. But other than that it wasn't anything like too physical or whatever. Well,
2: I have two ways to interpret this. I feel like um him saying we have set different expectations could mean you like him and he doesn't like you like that. And so that's what yeah. he means by like, you know, we want different things. He just wants to be friends and you you just told him you liked him. Another thing that, that could mean it that it could mean is uh well, I mean, I don't know. This is a little bit difficult because if I were him and a girl kept getting mad at me or, missing, or like, taking everything the worst way, and believe me, I do this. I do this to my current boyfriend yeah. and then it's a boyfriends, like. But if this guy isn't even making out with you or having sex with you and you're kind of getting mad at him, because that sounds like you're getting mad at him. It's like if he goes... Oh yeah, thanks for inviting me to dinner, but I've got to go to football practice. And you're like, Oh yeah, you just don't want. I oh, no, you don't tell me if to go to football practice. You don't have to tell me you're in this. You don't want to have dinner with me. It's totally fine. Is, is, that, a kind, yeah. is that kind of is that what was happening? Perpetually happening. Um, like, stuff like, yeah, around that. Yeah, generally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like if you're just coming out of the gate with like guilt tripping this guy and being mad at him for something that's not his fault. I mean, even if you do feel that way you got it as a woman, as a person, this is for men and women, because I don't like this when guys do that to me. you got to keep yeah. it cool. If, if you and I are going to hang out as friends and I go, oh, yeah, I'd love to have dinner with you, but I've got to go do my radio show, and you went, don't lie, Lexi, don't just say you're going to do your radio show. You just don't want to have dinner with me. It's totally fine. Even if you mask it in sarcasm as a joke or you pretend you're just making a joke, that shit is annoying. It's passive-aggressive. It's... It's just like exhausting. It's bad energy. People don't like that. It pushes yeah. them away. So, so even if you feel that way, you have to just. And I'm just telling you what to do for the next relationship. Like when you need a guy that yeah. you like, and um, I guess the goal is, yeah, don't be that way. Don't don't do that. Because it's, it's so hard. <laughs> and, and you know why? It's your in, You're so you're, and I do it. I do it all the time. I've done it a lot. I've done it all the time. You know, it's your insecurities are coming out, and this is your way of like. Letting him know that he's not hurting you because you know what he's doing and you're beating him to the punch, and he can't hurt you because you know you're not going to lie to me, dude. I know what you're really—you know—you just you're trying to get away from me because you don't like me. Don't worry, I know you don't like me. You don't have to tell me because I know you don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. does any of that make sense? Yeah. So just like, I don't know what your upbringing was like. Do you do you have a good relationship with your parents?
3: Oh yeah, I have a really good relationship with um my mom. <laughs> my dad's What about away.
2: your dad. Oh, your dad passed so away. When did he pass yeah.
3: away? Yeah, um, when I was like
2: four. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry your dad passed away. Um, here, well, let me just, just try this as an exercise. No more jokes like that. You know, I don't know where it stems from. It probably is just you know, exciting, youthful, um, energy, of being nervous and self conscious and trying to be cool, and then you're saying all this stuff. But just don't say all that shit. Just just put your, Next time, if you want to go hang out with a guy and you want to see a movie, I'm just, I mean, I'm just proud of you for putting yourself out there and, you know, asking a guy to hang out and having somebody to, like, you know, putting yourself out there and, and trying to hang out with someone. That's awesome. So next yeah. time, if you you know, when you continue doing this, if somebody says they can't, just be like, oh, cool, have fun. Awesome. Like, just let me know. And then and then the ball's in their court. And then it's, like, effortless and fun. Because and, you've got to play it, like, like you've got a million other things to do and like he can't get you down because you're all good you just want to be friends anyway you're a happy go lucky person with a million things to do a full life lots of friends you could go make out with some other dude you have a, another friend you could go see a movie with you know what i mean the sarcastic yeah. aggressive jokes don't work they they exhaust people it it pushes them away even if they did like you it just pushes them away so like so just now you've learned something not to do, and you're ahead of the game because you're not going to do it next time. You're going to pay attention to your behavior, and, and uh, yeah. And then this guy wasn't the right guy anyway because sometimes these things just happen. So you have a learning lesson, and it's like yeah. a he, – he just taught you a thing because because of what happened with this guy, you called me. We had a chat about it. You're thinking about stuff. You're wondering why things went the way they did. And now you learn this cool new thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay?
4: Yeah, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, fuck this bonehead. I'm sure you know what, I've also been at my worst with men and they still love me and I'm friends with all my ex boyfriends, even though I I put them through hell. I I was maddening, I was ridiculous, I was crazy, and uh and they still love me. So maybe this guy maybe this guy uh if he had been the right guy for you, he would have endured this weirdness. But <laughs> For future reference, don't act this way. Just be cool and upbeat and fun and don't take everything so personally because it, it really isn't. People, Other people have lies. And that goes to texting too. This is another lesson about texting. Here's something I hate because this behavior translates to texting. Um, I'm actually going to put you on hold while I say this random thing. The thing about, okay, when when somebody texts me and they ask me a question or something or whatever, they text me and I don't get back to them, I'm not looking at their text going, oh, I fucking hate this motherfucker. I hate this person. I'm going to ignore them. I am actively ignoring their text. I mean, sometimes I am, but not really. But okay, when somebody texts me and I don't get back to them, it's because I'm fucking busy. All right? I'm doing something else. My phone's off. I'm I'm working. I'm doing something. All right? It's not personal. Not everything can be so immediate. We all want these immediate, we want to hear yes, we want we want immediate gratification, blah, 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 all this stuff. Everybody takes things so personally, you know, and uh, gets angry so quickly about feeling like they're being, you know, just fucking disregarded or something. And when I get get a second second text, and the second text is a passive-aggressive, like, hello, question mark, or I've got other texts that are like, okay, never mind, I guess, you know, I guess forget it then. You know what I mean? That second passive-aggressive text, if I wasn't, I wasn't mad at the first text I got from them because that's fine. I I was just busy. But when I get back to my phone and I see, like, two or three texts and the second and the third text are these passive-aggressive, like, texts because I didn't respond right away based in nothing, based in stories that these people have woven in their mind's eye because they're insecure, which is exactly what I was talking about, what I do in my relationships weave stories in my brain that are the worst possible stories that aren't even based in truth or reality. uh, It's just fucking, all of it's fucking annoying. All right. So no double texting, okay? Jesus. Anyway, I'm going to take another phone call, and then I'll get back to my my odd, bad, habitual behavior in relationships that drives men away that I'm going to work on because I don't want to drive my current, beautiful, wonderful boyfriend away. All right, area code 707. What? Yeah, 707, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hello? Oh, my God, who is this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? I
4: didn't realize I was on yeah. the here.
2: Ice Cold Zine. Oh my goodness! For everybody out there who is who is not familiar with Ice Cold Zine, and why would you be? But you know, you should be. You definitely should be right now. He is a wonderful guy who has uh, who makes zines, and he sent me a bunch, and they're super awesome. And he sends them to my PO box address, which is great. And uh, I don't know. You seem to be a longtime fan of my blog or my podcast or whatever the fuck this is called radio show. How are you? What are you doing? Doing good. How about you? We kind of lost contact. I'm good. Oh, well, we lost contact. Well, you know, we don't actually know each other in proper real life, but internet-wise, and internet-wise, and you know, mailbox-wise, we know each other. But how have you been? What- what's going on with you tonight?
4: Not much. Just hanging out. Um. What's that? Got a question,
2: though? Oh my goodness! Meeting me coworkers. Question. Oh, you're, yeah, going you're to A little bit fucked. Your connection is oh, a little sorry, bit fucked yeah. up. But I did hear. I did hear you. I did hear you. You said dating coworkers, yay or nay? Well, I say nay, but then at the same time, who gives a fuck? Do whatever you want. If you did you think it's love? If you feel like you're falling in love, totally go for it. But if you just if you just want to have casual sex or make out, that's different. What are you feeling?
4: It's a crush, you know. So like, who knows? It's fun, but it's a crush. So. How serious should it be taken in that sense?
2: I don't know. Doesn't everything start as a crush? Like it could turn into something magical. I say just do it. Do it. Do it. How old are you?
4: 28. Kind of old.
2: Oh my God. We're what's old, the though? job? You're not. You're not old. I'm saying like. Uh. What's What's the job?
4: Um. I'm a draftsman for a general contractor.
2: You're a draftsman for like a general a contractor. We do like design-build business. Oh, I know. You know what? That's funny because that's what my mom. That's what my mom does. My mom builds models. What? My mom does elevations.
1: That's awesome.
2: I know. I'm so proud of her. She's her brain. It's like she she calls it a, a more fun Sudoku. That's
1: rad.
2: Here's what I think. So you're at like a real job, and you're not. It's not like you're just. Okay, I was gonna say something horrible. I was gonna say it's not like you're just working at Starbucks. But Starbucks is a great <laughs> job. It's a real job. But I'm just saying like. You know, I feel like if you're at Starbucks, you're you're not going to work there forever. You, you want to leave at some point. And you got bigger fish to fry, whatever. You're at this other place that seems like, you know, it's a career, don't you think?
4: Definitely. And that's my whole thing. Like, I'd much rather put the career first in front of this whole thing than be distracted by it. I, th-
2: I think you answered your own question. Don't do it. What's that?
1: I thought, sweet, awesome, thank you.
2: You're welcome. Oh, wait, one last thing. I have a question. What is something yeah. that you've noticed that girls do when they're in a relationship with you that you've seen a lot of different girls do that's really annoying, that it kind of pushes you away? Oh, God, we lost him. We lost him. It was a horrible connection. Oh, man. Uh, no, I'm here. Oh. I'm here. Oh, you're here. Okay, so what's something that, 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 that girl, like a bad habit that a girl has that, that pushes you away?
4: Being needy, I guess. I don't know. Like everybody, Being needs needy. Their own, well, I mean, like everybody needs their own attention. But at the same time, like everybody needs their own personal space. Like sometimes you just need some me time, or like you can reflect on your day. And as much as you want to provide that input and everything, sometimes you just need that time to unwind on your own without having that additional input or support
2: that makes complete sense. Yes, I guess that's why it's great. I'm in a long distance relationship so I get tons of me time. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: awesome.
4: I guess
2: I guess sometimes though you have to meet the person who it's like you have to find that balance where it's like you know, you guys uh, each have the same amount of needs. I don't know, you, you, a guy can, you know, I don't know, a guy who has a lot to give hopefully ends up with a needy girl. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, well, I mean, like, you should definitely support your partner in whatever the endeavors they're going through, but at the same time, they should be able to realize that you may need your own time to unwind at the end of the day, where maybe it's just like five to ten minutes, or maybe it's a little bit longer, maybe it's a day or so, but there should be that time, maybe you just discuss it over the phone, or figure out some other way to keep in contact, and it keeps the relationship open, and positive but it doesn't bring like a, a sense of like a nagging or a sense of like something where it's like it's always in your back of the mind but not in the positive sense
2: oh my god you know what's funny the bummer is and I'm going to go back to my relationship because I'm in a long distance relationship when I do see the person I'm with we're both in each other's space 24 7 because we, we go for a week without seeing each other at all and I try to carve out space within that intense Hang session for both of us to have our personal space, and that's when I take a bath, and I usually take like two baths a day or something. Or I just like being in the bathtub a lot. So like, and then he smokes. Unfortunately, I hate even saying that on my fucking radio show because it makes me look like I'm giving in to bad habits and men or something. In, in and the person, anyway, whatever. Okay, so he smokes. Ugh, I can't believe I'm going out with a smoker. I can't believe I just said it on my radio show. I'm going out with a smoker. I'm so ashamed. He, I love him, and he's killing himself. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Anyway, whatever. Okay, I'm so much better than that. But he's so great. Anyway, sorry, I'm totally spiraling. Um, so the problem is, here's if two people. Is it okay that I'm just randomly? I'm just continuing to rant. Are you okay? No, I'm good. This
1: is
4: okay,
2: good. Just wanted, just wanted to check in. Okay. Um. Okay. So the thing like is, catching up. So, okay. <laughs> so most annoying thing is, um. If we're together in each other's space all the time, and and uh, and, or if you're with somebody and somebody, one of those people needs space. I'm thinking I'm gonna, I'm all over the place. I'll, I'll get back on track. Whether you're in a long distance romance, whether you live separately, whether you live together in the same town, whatever the fuck. If two people are together. And and nobody communicates that they need space and they don't tell their partner that. That's annoying because how are you supposed to know? And, uh, yeah, I remember I, I had one situation where my, my, my boyfriend was visiting and then he was kind of quiet and he seemed a little bit off and I was hungover and he was hungover. And I tried to take my bath that I take to get away from him so he'll be able to be by himself. Because I'm actually completely tuned into the fact that two people sharing a space on one bedroom apartment might go mental, living on top of each other. Even if, you know, we do, we aren't together for three weeks out of the month, you still have to build that time in, you know, but uh, I guess one day when we were both hungover, even though I'd taken my bath or blah, 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 he was a little bit quiet. And then I thought he seemed a bit weird. And later in the day, he said, yeah, I think I didn't realize, you know, I just needed to be quiet and I'm not used to, you know, he's very used to being alone. So I guess he needed that on this particular day. And I got all pissed off internally well, and externally, I guess I told him. I got bummed out because, Jesus Christ, dude, tell me. Tell me you need your space, but but people don't communicate. But sometimes you don't even know what you need in the moment until it dawns on you later when you're feeling better. And I think that's what the case was. You didn't realize. But, uh, you know, and also you don't want to hurt your partner's feelings and all this stuff. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know what my fucking point is. Communication is important. Relationships are bizarre, but necessary and fun and wonderful and make the world go round. Literally. Uh... Somebody somebody's outside the door of Blank Crazy Radio Studios. Everybody be cool. Oh my god, we're going to get I think I think this could be it. I think it's over. Every, the show is on pause. There's a monster outside the studio. Be cool. Right. The telephone number is 646 378 Oh, the monster is gone. Okay, cool. We're back on track. It's amazing. All right, phone lines are open, 646 378 0649. I've yet to hear anybody call in and tell me what their bad behavior is in relationships, but I will check my Twitter account, at I'mboycrazy, to see if anybody responded to the question. All right, at Herrera Darlene said, at I'mboycrazy, uh, possibly the number of relationships I create and destroy while in search of a better thing. Then she wrote, serial dating? Like, perhaps she's a serial dater. I do that, too. I've done that in the past, where I overthink. while I'm in, That's another thing I do. While I'm in a relationship, I overanalyze to the point of destruction, and I go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's not who I'm supposed to be with. I'm not saying I do that with the guy that I'm currently with. I'm saying, based on the many, numerous, thousands, gazillions of past relationships I've had, this is what I'm drawing upon, those experiences, Anyway, I have been with men and in the silence of, you know, whether we're fighting or he's asleep or we're just looking at each other or there's just, you know, we're having dinner and it's, and I don't know what the fuck. I will have pangs of, oh my God, I should be with somebody completely different. What am I doing? Am I making the right choice? Am I making the right choice? Oh, fuck. Like when did this happen? Why? Anyway, whatever. I did the exact same thing, and it's horrible. And it either means you're not with the right person, or you are perpetually unsatisfied, which I think is, you know, has been my my flaw. Because I I think it's a masculine trait. Do women do this too? Because I feel like I have I have lots of like I, I seem very girly, but I feel like I have a lot of masculine tendencies, and that's how men think. Because I've spoken to a lot of older men, a lot of men in general, and especially. You know, in this time of of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and everything moves so fast in the internet, you can see everything that's out there. Girls and guys all around the world, and you have all these. You know, you're you're salivating over all these different types of people that are so attractive in their own different ways and fill different gaps, or blah blah blah, yakety schmackety. And so it's just like breeding this uh, generation of people who are perpetually unsatisfied. And my mom and I were talking about yesterday. It's like when you find somebody who fits you just perfectly, it's such an amazing thing, you know, and I feel like I've had sex with uh, enough people, four people, just kidding, a thousand, not not true, less than a thousand, less than a hundred. Um, anyway, when you've had sex with a ton of people and you've dated a bunch of people and it's not like I'm blind, my eyes are always open, I can see what's around me, I'm not fucking illogical, I'm not fucking, you know, I am blinded by love, but I'm not like... uh. I'm not completely blind. I can see what's going on around me. And when you to me, that's so wonderful. It makes you so happy that you, you know, that you respect and you're fascinated by and you're interested in and you have wonderful sex and all this stuff. It's like, you know, at what point do you just stay and be cozy and be happy and stop fucking searching for more? It's exhausting. And I am, I don't know, things to think about. All right, I'm checking my Twitter account. I'm turning 29 tomorrow. I live at home. No girlfriend in years. What should I do? At that's from at Baron Sandwich. Well, Baron, you you should write me again on Twitter and tell me. You know, or you should just call in 646-378-0649 because that's a very multi-layered question. There are lots of tiers and nuances to that question. You want a girlfriend? You're lonely. You live. Oh, you live at home. Okay, I'll tell you what, you're turning 29 tomorrow, you live at home, no girlfriend in years, what should you do? I'll tell you one thing, get your own apartment, I hope you have a job, Um, have a great personality, be charming, Um, I hope you dress cool and slick, I recommend J.Crew men. Just fucking, any dude out there, if you're unsure of your outfits, I swear to God, just go to J.Crew.com and look at the men's clothing, All right, That's all you need to do, one-stop shopping. They've even got imposter clerks. It doesn't matter. They've got some cool tennis shoes. Just fucking get, it. get on that shit. Yeah, move out of your parents' house. You're 29 years old. I don't care if you have a learning disability, the tiniest dick in the world, um, a face like a monster. You can You can rise and resurrect yourself from the rubble that is your life, okay? So move out and be open and be nice and pay for dinner. I feel like men should always pay for dinner. I swear to God. I, swear, I would even buy it, like, you know, like, uh, it's, just, oh, it's just a really good look. So take a girl on the first date and buy dinner. And I especially feel that when two men or three men are on, like, a triple date and we've got, we got three guys and three girls and we're all at dinner, the men should all buy the dinner. Like, if, if you guys are, like, all haggling over the bill and you're like, I don't know, uh, you guys owe this and you guys owe this, shut the fuck up, dorks. I don't care if, like, listen – you're already at the restaurant, okay? You came this far. You knew you knew it was going to cost something. You had an idea and you kind of gauged what the price would be, the price factor would be at the restaurant. Just split it three ways, okay? Just be gentlemen and do that. I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent. I kind of do. I'm just trying to give men some advice about their life. Um, all right. Other bad habits that people tweeted in about, uh, hmm, other bad habits people have while dating and in a relationship are, uh, are as follows. As Kirsten is best says, unfair expectations and double standards a result of me placing more value on the way I express my love than they do theirs. Ah, Kirsten, Kirsten, whatever your name is, whatever. I can completely relate. I put so much pressure and so many expectations on the guys I date or the men I've dated. And the guy I'm currently dating, so it's exhausting. I feel horrible. It's horrible. How do we cut that out? Kirsten, Kirsten, call in. Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. Guys, you should be calling up and complaining right now about things that you can't say. Tell me. Let's get it on the table. Do you know how many girls listen to this? Seven girls could be listening to the show right now. That's a joke. There are more. There could be 12. You should be calling in saying what you don't like that women do. Please. We need to know. You can teach us. If you're a guy and you're out there and you're listening to Boy Crazy Radio, yes, it sounds a little bit embarrassing, but I'm glad you are. It's fantastic. I do post sexy photos, not of me, but of other people, on blogtalkradio.com forward slash I'm Boy Crazy that come up while you're listening to the show. Today, I actually put up some pretty dirty photos, not of myself, never of myself, but the idea that somebody might think that they are of me is ridiculous and scary and exciting and gross and embarrassing but they're not of me. Anyway, and that's another thing. If anybody's tuning into the show right now, or if anybody's listening to, to Boy Crazy Radio right now, and uh, well, wherever you are, whenever you're listening, will be right now for you because you're having the experience right now. But there are many right now. Anyway, okay, my fucking point is, if you, if you downloaded the show on iTunes, you're listening to a rebroadcast, and it is no longer November 6th at 9.43 p.m., You can listen to the live show, so you can actually call in and we can talk at blogtalkradio.com forward slash I'm boy crazy. So I look forward to hearing from you. I hope you like the show. I'm going to take a phone call, get back to my weird trip with my boyfriend that ended up being fine, but we'll get into it. Um, And I'm going to take a phone call. Area code 217. Uh, Yes, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from?
5: Oh, uh, my name's Ross.
2: Oh, Ross. How old are you? Where are you calling from?
5: Uh, 27, from um, San Antonio.
2: So, are you going to tell me what you hate, so you know, the things that you hate girls doing?
5: Yes. So, uh, I actually saw your um, interview with Tyler, the creator, and you were awfully... Like, I was reading the YouTube comments, and the guys were saying, like, comments like the thirst is strong and all that, so I was, like, wondering, like, do you feel like you were coming on too strong to him?
2: Of course I do. It's a fucking joke. It's ridiculous. First of all, it was ridiculous. I was being ridiculously silly and stupid, and the second the second thing is uh, it's a persona. Like, I am very over-the-top and a loudmouth and stuff, but... I'm not a cheater. I'm totally faithful to if I have a boyfriend at the time. I didn't when I did. Oh, actually, I did. Oh, whoops. Oh, yeah. No wonder he was upset. Okay. I But the reason I had that personality and I was coming on so strong with Tyler Tyler in the video is because I was representing all the girls that want to fuck him and flirt with him. So it was a joke. It was like so girls could watch it and go, oh, my God, she's she's touching his stomach. I can't believe she's saying that to my such a crush on him. It was ridiculous. It was silly. It was a, It's a persona. And I read these comments. I see them, and they go, oh, she probably fucked him. She's the thirstiest, blah, blah, blah. I don't even use the word thirsty. I i would never even use this word, uh, this weird slang word that came up, like, that I just do so, like, <laughs> But, like, yeah, of course I came on too strong. So I, got a, point I, of I it.
5: got a question for you. Like, what do you, like, what do you think of the haters that are, like, saying this stuff all the time?
2: I don't give a fuck. I pay attention to it, and, uh, It does bum me out when I get, like, annoying prank calls on this radio show, but not that much because, okay, so the YouTube commenters, I don't give a fuck because they're all, bunch like, I'm putting myself out there. I'm just having fun. I'm a good person. I know who I am. uh, And then there are these people who don't put themselves out there and are just fucking trolls, like, sitting in the dark, jerking off, that are probably, like, 13 years old with acting losers in the middle of nowhere will never make a – who will me- never make an impact ever because they're wasting so much time t- talking shit about other people. They can go get fucked. I don't give a fuck. I hope they do great. They- they- I don't want them to get fucked. They're fine. It- it's, their- it's the jokes on them because they're spending time. They could be doing, like, stuff for themselves on on the, you know, on the Internet fucking leaving nasty comments. That's just, like, I would never leave, leave nasty comments for anybody. Even if I don't like them, I would never waste because I just ignore shit if I don't like it. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, I think that's probably the bottom rung of the uh, the internet there. Yeah,
2: and then another to, thing. To say. I'm just gonna go yep. off on a tangent. Um, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. All right, so, so there are you know people, sometimes people call in to the show and they give me shit and they they I get like really lame prank callers that are that like don't even come up with exciting fun prank calls, and then you know I, and Sometimes people gang up on me and they have, like, they're in message chat rooms and they're all planning to call into the show and fuck with me and blah, blah. I don't hate these people. They don't make me cry or feel bad. The only thing that I think of them is, huh, like, the whole point of me doing this radio show is for, like, actually young girls or guys or whoever, like, just need somebody to listen. I just want to, like, it's only a nice, loving, silly thing just to, like, joke around, laugh, talk shit. Call in, tell me what you're thinking. I'll legitimately try to like give you the best advice as a friend as I can. Just, just that's that's all I'm trying to do. It's all in the lovely Absolutely. spirit, you know. And so like when Absolutely. they and, and this happens, like you know, and people and I've got some some like really lovely fans who like will email me and go, hey, there's this group of people. They're like all planning to fucking, you know, um, you know, call in and fuck with you, and they're playing a prank on you. And and I find out about it, and it's like, all right, so it's just it's just more exhausting and kind of like, dude, get a kind of life. What the fuck? I mean, like, it's I don't know. So, it's I think more um,
5: so like I heard that like well I heard you like talking to those couple prey callers a while back, and it seemed like you were like awfully focused on certain things like the guy's voice or, or what have you. Um, I I wouldn't say you know, like, uh, you know, I don't know if that's like like something that he can control or something like that. I don't know, like that's like, that's, that's a different topic though, I guess. But like, Well, I'll
2: tell you, the reason what I picked up in his voice was that he was performing for other people. He wasn't really talking to me. He was like making little sly jokes because he was trying to make people laugh. And they weren't, it wasn't me. It's like I, I got the vibe and I'm totally right that he was like trying to make other people laugh. And like he wasn't just fucking being—I uh, can't explain it. And then I did get—I did get a, a link to a message board that that guy started, the one that I did comment on his voice, and it was all—and like—and I saw it. And then I saw the message board and how he, they were like, "Yeah, man, you made that joke. We were laughing, blah blah." Because he was performing for all the dudes and people on the message board. You know what I mean? Like so, I picked up on the fact that he was fucking with me. He was fucking. You're pretty. With me. I,
5: yeah, pretty like solid uh bullshit detector I would say.
2: Yeah, and like and there's some guy on the message board named Ross. It could have been you. I don't know what's going on. All I know is like that <laughs> And but that that guy's voice did give him away because it wasn't genuine. I can feel it. If you listen back and I know yes, I get that it's rude to talk shit about a guy's voice if it's out of his control, but if you listen back to his voice he sounded he he, just, he did not sound genuine at all. And I I'm sure if you listen back you'll agree with me, like he sounded, he, like, he was being snarky, full of himself, full of shit, performing for, for other people, not for me. He wasn't just having a conversation with me. And then, so, and then I thought, I also thought, if that really is his voice and that's the impression I was getting and that wasn't his intent, which later I found out it was to fuck with me because I saw this message board that somebody showed me, and it, but if he wasn't uh, fucking with me and that's just his voice, well, yeah, he sure has helped better fix that voice because it sounds disingenuous. You know what I mean? And it was disingenuous. That's the bottom line, and I did pick up on that. So there you go. That's all yeah. right. I, no, and I and, uh,
5: yeah no that's that was uh, that's good. No, I just uh, um So it's kind of weird. Like to be completely honest, um, I found out about it through like you're sitting through that board, and I came into you like the call last week with like legitimate questions, trying not to like like you know put on a show or whatever you call it but um I, I actually know um the guy from the call one of them uh personally and i just wanted to bring up something interesting because i like just moved into texas like not even two years ago and um just like getting used to the area like i was out in about one night and i met this guy and uh we talked started talking about music and stuff and like we were like really hitting off because we like some of the same bands and stuff and um like I hung out with the guy that we went out to um, some bar and it seemed like everywhere in town, like this guy went, like people knew him. And like, he had this reputation, I guess. And I was like, all I know is this cool guy that we had like a lot of common with and stuff. And it was like almost toxic to some degree. Cause like some women were like completely like, Oh, you're that guy. Oh, you're so-and-so from, from so-and-so school. And like everywhere he went, it was sort of like weird vibe, I guess. And uh, like a, the voice like for that like I couldn't really describe it. It was like I, I guess like the women who didn't know him like loved him, and like he would flirt with them and all that. And they, he was he was pretty much like so we were at the same place, and like he was he was really hitting it off with this one girl, and like they were. I'm like, man, why don't you you know, like go go after that, whatever. What's you know? Don't worry about these girls that are all like you know whatever, and he's like, and I don't know what response, I forgot what we said, but um, I just know I was talking to this these other group, this other two, like, group of girls, and I guess whatever, whenever he came over, they just, like, gave him this funny look. It's so weird.
2: Are you, what are you, are you, are you talking about the guy who called into my show that, and I gave him shit about his voice?
5: Yeah. But, so, like, I oh, can guarantee okay. you, like, that's how he, like, he, like, sounds in real life. I don't think he's, like... I mean, because that's like, like, what kind of caught me off guard? Because that's like his voice in normal well, conversation. It's
2: all, t- it's all totally fine. I'm just saying, like, like, if if you guys are all like on a message board and you're talking about like, like making fun of my thing and talking about like, because I did see it and like I have answers to every single thing that was, you know, oh, I took a selfie of myself the day after he fucked with me on my podcast and looked like I was sad. It was like, I was like, oh. That's funny because that's so not true. And it's like, oh, this girl doesn't like herself. I fucking love myself. She doesn't love. She doesn't like her list. I love my list. I have my list. I talk about it, like, I have body dysmorphia or you know whatever. No, I don't. I like myself. It's all good. I'm just here to talk about. To like, I'm just here to try to like help whoever needs anything or listen or whatever and just be like a friend. It's this is all supposed to be, as you know, if a bunch of dudes on a message board think it's boring, and I'm fucked and I don't blah blah blah. Then don't pay attention oh, no. to it. I think
5: it's, you know what I mean? I think it's interesting. You know what no, like I, I think it's like what you're doing is pretty cool. Like to be completely honest, I, I call I was the guy who called you first last week and I told you like I, like I don't know, it's like I was tipped off about your your show by this message board, but then I like listened to a little bit of it and I was like, Wow, it's kinda some of this stuff's pretty cool. But like what I'm trying to say is like it is kinda interesting because I listened to it like afterwards last week in Jeremiah like Made a joke at my expense, which is all right. But like,
2: wait, what, um, what joke did you make at your expense? Wait, which call were you? You were talking. You were the guy with the fedora.
5: I was the uh, yeah, the very long, the guy about the fedora and such.
2: Okay, so you and then you was it a prank call about liking girls to be dominant?
5: No, that okay. So that was actually like that was actually partially true. That wasn't really. Okay, that wasn't I a prank how, call. But
2: how? But you sounded different. You had a different point. But you do like modest mouths, like you actually do like them, and you wanted to talk to Jeremiah about that ocean breeze, salty song.
5: Absolutely. That was like that was extremely. Wait, what?
2: What joke? What joke did he make at your expense? Because he's one of the most loving guys I've ever met in my life, and he like doesn't make jokes at people's expense. I swear. So like, what do you think he made at your expense?
5: Well, like something towards the end, he was like, "So like, you're like, what do you like in girls?" He's like, "Well, I really like to be like choked out or whatever." Like be called master or something like that. So I was like, it was kind of like, you know, mocking something I said a little bit.
2: No, I think he was probably just a call back to an earlier call, and he's just trying to tie it all together and be funny and silly, but not at your expense. Like, you know, I think you shocked both of us because we we're like, you know, I think I'm into some fun stuff in bed, and I'm sure he does. I don't know what he's up to in, in bed or whatever, but like, you know, and then you're like, I like this stuff actually, and we we're both like. Wow. I don't know. I well, you
5: like just have like you have just such like sexually graphic images on your like scrolling on your like vlog talk. I'm not really sure like so you have got like Miley Cyrus wearing a G-string or something and then like some lady with period blood on her underpants like that's kind of weird. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> so like it that is got totally me I can't believe I put that photo up. I'm so, I, I was uh, totally unsure of it, but then I just thought this girl named Sandy Kim takes these wild photos. And I thought, fuck it. All girls can sit so serious And sometimes they bleed with their undies. So I thought maybe I'll just put it up because everybody can relate to that. But even I was like, what are you doing? Don't put that photo up. People will think it's you and it's not me. Anyway. um, Nobody. Was I don't thinking think it's you. you. Yeah. No,
5: it too I, 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 I won't take it too seriously. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Sorry. I don't, I won't take it too seriously. I, um, uh, sorry. I was just going to say like, um, shit. Oh yeah. So like the one, I actually kind of felt for one year callers, uh, particularly that, that one guy, I guess he's like an older guy who, who met a gold digger and she like he gave her a substantial amount of money and she screwed him over. Uh-huh. Um, my heart goes out to that guy. I would say if there's one thing you gotta look out for, I think there's like, if a woman comes on too strong, first of all, if she had, has kids, not i not saying that's like hundred percent guaranteed rich flag, but if you have kids, like watch out. Like just have your guard up a little bit. Um hey, I, don't even, he, I
2: don't even want to do, I don't even want to date a guy with uh with, with kids, cats or dogs. Like I you know, like
5: where I on. <laughs> I heard that. Why so like why dogs? Like what's so bad about dogs? Oh, uh,
2: not dogs. I mean like I'm dating a guy with cats now and that's fine. He he loves his cats and uh 'cause I'm a cat person, I like cats. Uh, dogs I think I've dated men with dogs, and only one, or maybe two, and they have to walk their dog. They can never really stay out. They can't just fly by the seat of their pants and do fun, exciting stuff because they're like, oh, Rocky needs to be walked, or, oh, can you grab the doggy bags? And then it's like, oh, my God, I don't want to talk about bodily functions, which everybody goes through and are an inevitable part of life that make me, I just want to die. I don't want to talk about this stuff even though all these things are reality, and now I have to watch your dog shitting, you know, like, in the shit like, coming up of the asshole. and then you're going to, like, pick it up with the thing in front of me? Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I just – I don't know. I'm like, you know why? Because I am judgmental. I feel the way I feel. Cats are cooler. No animals is easier, but I, I fucking love cats. I don't have any cats. Anyway. Um, but,
5: no, yeah. that, that makes sense. I feel like the, uh, you yeah, know, like, the dog thing is, like, they're definitely – they need a lot of attention and they need a lot of like support and stuff. You have to go home from work, like rush home really quick and take care of them. And then, you know, like whatever, take care of their needs first before you can like go out and start your night or date with whoever.
2: I am. So yeah, the heart goes out to that guy for having to deal with, with paying for a woman who, who fucked him over and had kids.
5: I would say say that's a big thing. Like I, I totally feel for him because like that's, I feel like it's a very real threat. Um, I feel like, like, not all women, but some women are trying to, like, lock a man down in in one way or the other because, like, and it's very real. Like, I feel like there's different reasons as to, like, why I think the dating sites have have part of the answer. But I feel like the other part is, like, women like men for for different reasons. And in this particular case, I think she just really wanted his pocketbook. Well, we don't know all the info, but I
2: know that for – for me and for women I talk to, overall, if I'm going to be vague and make generalizations, I know that, like, women want to feel safe. You know, like, and women, different people are attracted to different things. Just like a guy could be attracted to a woman with, with like, fake tits and, like, blonde hair. A, a woman would be attracted to a really rich, powerful guy. And just because he's rich and powerful, like, or just because, you know, it doesn't mean, like, the girl with big tits and blonde hair, it doesn't mean that the guy's love for her isn't real, but that's, that's, that's how he's attracted to her. He's into her, you know, and she's kind to him and they have nice sex and it's all cozy, but initially that attracted them her, him to her. Women are just attracted to whether it's like sense of humor, power, uh, respect, you know what I mean? Like like the guy I'm dating, I respect him so much. And and he's successful and he's he's really smart and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like so it's like uh I don't know. And women I think the success thing for women and for money for a woman is like because Ultimately, I feel like this is how I feel. I feel it comes down to women are going to have a baby. Women are going to be the ones who are, like, laid up for fucking nine months, you know, carrying a child, you know, not being able to have a job, really. So, like, I swear to God, this is subconsciously what it boils down to. They want to know a guy so they can, like, fucking relax and they can fucking feel safe with a man. And finances make women feel safe. Like, that's, that's, that's I mean, sometimes it just comes down to that. I mean, I would never be able to be with a guy just because he's rich, but it's like, I want to be with a guy I'm madly in love with, but also has his own thing going on, whether, you know, it doesn't mean you have to be a gazillionaire, but it's like, just like, I'm always going to make my own money. So, like, we can be the strongest like couple a, ever and, you know?
5: Like TLC said, you know, uh, Scrub is a guy who takes a fly, also known as a buster.
2: Exactly. Always worry about I what he
5: wants, but sits on his broke ass.
2: Exactly. Oh, my goodness. All right. And then actually Candy from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta refers to uh, to the Scrub song because everybody's saying that uh, she takes care of the guy that she's dating on Real Housewives of Atlanta. But she goes, how can I be doing that? I'm not doing that. He makes his own money. For the love of God, I wrote no Scrubs. Anyway, so he pays for it his own way. They both contribute, which is lovely and how it should be. Anyway, Eric code 541. Hi. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's going on?
4: Oh, I'm 26. My name's Marcus. And I'm calling from Oregon. I think what's happening, Oregon, over. over there?
2: Huh? What, what's that? What, what's what's
4: what? What'd you say? Oh, I think the show's almost over, right? It goes till 10.
2: It goes to 10, but I'm going like like 20 minutes longer.
4: Wow. Cool. I
5: feel I feel honored. Thank you.
2: Oh my goodness. Well, tell me what's happening. <laughs>
5: Oh, I just wanted to call in on the topic. There weren't a lot of callers, so I thought I'd, I'd throw my two cents.
2: Oh, well. There there were some callers, because that's why I've been talking to other people. But, yeah, so go on. So, like, what's your what's the thing you don't like? There was like a the couple. Let's be
4: honest. Let's be honest. You're going to the tweets. I'm happy to call in. I love this show.
2: All right. Um, I can't handle that. I can't handle any passive-aggressive bullshit. I have to be a dick. Anyway, I was going to the tweets because they're actually tweets. And there are more tweets than I'm happy to get to. Um, more bad habits that people who have called uh, have uh, tweeted in bad habits that they have during relationships. All right, Angela McCluskey at Ange McCluskey says starting them in the first place. Oh Angela, don't say that. That's horrible. You have to keep getting out there. You keep you have to keep throwing yourself in the world and fighting through your demons and not having a uh, horrible behavior come up every single time. Get to learn from it. That's the goal. That's what we're gonna do. We're going to identify our bad habits. We're going, to, we're going to acknowledge them. Then we're going to fucking throw them in the garbage and be a better person. Oh, Caitlin Bright at Fashion Bly Kate says, talking – oh, no. Oh, I can't even read. This is horrible. Taking too long to get ready. Deal with it, fools. Huh. Thanks, Caitlin. Yeah, I take a long time to get ready too, I think. Sometimes I think I'm I'm quick. I can be – you know, I've dated band guys. They gotta go. They gotta get on a tour bus. They gotta do their thing. I like to think that I can throw on a, a plaid shirt and jeans and, a, and some kids real quick and just jump on the tour bus with them. Other days, it takes me two hours to get out of the fucking house. That's my problem. Um, hm. I wouldn't say that's the worst. If that's all you're dealing with, Caitlin, I think that's okay. I think you're gonna be fine. Taking too long. Um. All right. Going a little bit longer. You have you got the number. I think I'm going to wrap up the show momentarily. But I did want to finish all the things I noticed about uh, this recent trip that I went on, where all of my bad behavior came up while I was with my boyfriend, who I only see once every three weeks. Everything's great. So he kicks me up. Blah blah. blah all this nice stuff. He, you know he, he's just a gentleman. Gets me flowers. Fantastic. Everything's great. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, but here are things that I do. Started off with my blood sugar gets low. I don't eat enough. All of a sudden my blood sugar is low. I turn into a monster. Everything becomes amplified. Everything's horrible. I'm, I'm sinking into, into 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 like you know fucking into quicksand. And I need to eat something, but I don't even realize I'm so hungry because I'm that I'm so far gone that I just think that you know I'm seeing things clearly and I just start, everything makes me mad or I just I'm grumpy. So that's where it starts. Then. I started telling my boyfriend uh, my, my random negative theories on relationships. And some of those theories that I would just throw out to him so I could gauge his thoughts on what I was saying, they were, they, were as, they were as follows. Okay, so I started telling him, because ultimately what I was trying to do was like test him and sabotage the relationship and go, huh, let me see, let me see what his response would be to this. Let me see how far I can push him and see if he still loves me, or how he deals with this. Because that's what I'm subconsciously doing. That's what I'm subconsciously, consciously doing. So I would tell him things like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, we, you know, we, you're, just, you're just gonna, you're just gonna start loving me less, or something like along those lines. Like, you know, we start, you start, we start excited, but eventually, like, you're just gonna love me less or something. Because that's how it goes. Like, just saying crazy shit like that. That even if it's true, why the fuck would you say that? And then. I said, you know, I give him this theory that I have that, like, you know, I'm mysterious when, you know, I'm always mysterious when I'm single. But now now that you have me and I'm the girlfriend, you, you just have me. I'm now just the girlfriend. Now, now you know, everything else is more exciting on the outside, and now you just take me for granted. And, uh, and that's it. You just think you've got me. So that's, you just take me for granted. And then the other thing I said was, uh, and these are all things I think I learned from my father. Which is fucked up. But I I told him, yeah, yeah, you know, like, there's always someone better around the corner. Like, that's it. Like, there's always just somebody better, something along these lines. So I start telling him all, spouting off all these, like, horrible, toxic, like, theories I have on relationships, which I do subconsciously have. But I want to see how he reacts to them. I want him to tell me that they're all bogus and ridiculous and bullshit and that I shouldn't feel these ways. And that's what he did. He was totally lovely because I was trying to sabotage it and he wouldn't even let me sabotage the relationship. I couldn't believe it. He was just like, you know, he was like, he's totally pro relationship. It's fantastic. And he like, you know, wasn't having what I was saying, which I loved. Then another thing. And then the next day we get up, we're we're walking around and, uh, I start asking him about all of his exes and all of all of his past relationships and his his most serious relationships and, and, uh. I don't know why I'm asking this shit. I don't want to know. But what I do is, as a woman, and I bet other girls out there can relate, I reel the guy in. I go, no, no, I just want to know. Don't be scared. You can tell me the truth. I'm your friend. I love you. Yes, I'm your girlfriend, but I'm also your friend. Just tell me. So, like, you know, was she the love of your life? Or, like, were you guys going to get married? Like, did you get a ring? Tell me. Just tell me. I don't care, no, I'm not gonna get upset, and then the minute he tells me all the real shit that he didn't want to tell me, but I fucking cajoled him into fucking telling me this shit, I make him pay for it. I feel gutted instantly, I get the information, and I feel like I've been punched in the stomach i'm angry I am now angry at him for telling me these these details of his past. How dare he have a past? How dare he have dated? I can't believe he's dated other people before me. What the fuck? What? He's had sex with other people? What? He was in love with other people? I can't believe this. And then I uh, passively, passive-aggressively get upset and hate him in silence. And then he's thinking, why did you ask me these things? And, uh, and then I, you know, yeah. So that is very sem- that's feminine behavior. I don't know if any girls out there have ever done that, but uh, I'm sure you have. Why don't we do that? Why do we ask for information we're not ready to hear, information we don't want to hear, and then fucking get mad at the dude for telling us when he never wanted to? And another thing that's very feminine that I've noticed, and I'm just saying this for all the girls who are listening who have done these things, who can relate to this, I'm just saying these things so, so you can stop doing them and to also let you know that you're not alone because I do them. And not only do I do them, I identify them and uh, I'm aware of them And I'm going to fight as hard as I can not to do this fucking bullshit. But here's another fucking feminine thing that we do. I'm a complete hypocrite. I, like, it's a complete double standard with me because I am such a fucking insecure monster asshole. I talk about all my ex-boyfriends, and he's not asking. He's not asking, all right? I talk about all of them any chance I get. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. It's crazy. You know why I do it? Because I'm insecure and I have I have to prove that other people find me attractive and that I'm desirable and to let him know. To let him know that other men like me and have liked me. That's it's so it's gross. It's so fucked up and I do it. So I was just trying every which way in, in, in the, to mess this up. And I feel bad that my boyfriend had to go through this stuff because it was like childlike, it was bratty. It, it's like I was a baby, I'm too smart to behave this way, and yes, I do this shit in every single relationship, because when I fall in love, and when I, uh, you know, when I get territorial, and when I get jealous, all of this fucking gross behavior comes up, and I swear to God, I'm, like, so crazy madly in love, like, more so than I've ever been, I swear to God, with, with the guy that I'm currently with, and, uh, Oh, it sounds bad to say currently because that makes it seem like he might not be current when it's no longer current. Anyway, I didn't mean it like that. So anyway, yes, I'm on a rant. I'm having a fucking crazy rant. That guy called in and said that uh, he was going to help me out because I wasn't getting many callers. I was happy to no longer have callers because I wanted to finish this fucking crazy rant because the whole theme of the night has been habitual bad behavior, you know, that men and women bring to the table in relationships, things that only come up when you're dating someone. Anyway, so, yes, madly in love with this guy, and I fucking, as hard as I work on myself, not masturbating, I mean emotionally and in therapy, I can't deal with these, you know, behavior problems until I'm actually in a relationship. So now it's all coming up. Why? Why does it come up six months or seven months into the relationship? It doesn't come up at the beginning. At the beginning, I'm the most fun, busy, carefree Amazing girlfriend. Don't even worry worry about it. You know, like, no big deal. Have fun. Have a great time. You know, I'm the girl that I'm. I preach to younger girls. You know, uh, that's how I behave in the in the the fun way. I tell other girls to behave, but you know, not not six or seven months in. And uh, so when I got home, eventually, I cut it the fuck out. Like basically, like the day, like you know, less than 24 hours before I had to leave Portland, I cut out my horrible behavior um and when i act this way it shakes me up it shakes me up because i think oh my god what have i done he's going to he's going to break up with me because i'm i'm being this way but at the same time i do these things because i think i'm addicted to like i thrive on sh- shaking it up i thrive on like oh my god if he thinks he's going to lose me or I think it might be over, or we're doomed, and then we're not doomed five minutes later. That was exciting. There is something at stake here. He cares enough about me to care. He cares enough about me to be worried that I might go somewhere. And that's horrible. I don't want to be that way. But, I, but that's how I've been, and I know from talking to a million girls and all my guy friends who have experienced this with girls that it's not something I'm, uh, that I just go through alone. It doesn't It just exists within me. This is like behavior that many girls uh, be- i don't know behave like anyway, so luckily, I'm kind of dating an oracle saint or whatever, or he just isn't isn't has yet to be exhausted, and I got home and I immediately this is what I did to get over it to learn from the experience, and again, everything I'm saying is for any girl out there who is dealing with something like this, and trying not to ruin a wonderful relationship. She's relationship that she's in, and because uh, so I'm used to chaos, I was born and raised in a situation where like my household was so chaotic. People were screaming and fighting and crying, and everything was like ah, oh, like up and down. So I'm just, even though I'm I'm too smart to to just resort to like you know unconscious behavior and habitual behavior. It's crazy how intense that shit like creeps into your system and and like it just buries itself down deep and it just lingers there and it's like oh my god and i just act i act out and it's crazy i should be smarter than this but i i'm not because it's it's like it's so deep that that's how how terrifying it is so anyway so in order to reparent myself and to like overcome these this uh lapses these these this little this, this lapse in judgment and like and whatever When I got home, I wrote like a 10-page journal entry where I I wrote in detail every day of the trip and uh, and everything that happened and every reason I got mad at him and all the things that I was thinking about. I wrote down what we were doing, what was happening, and how I was feeling. And the amazing thing I noticed was what was happening in reality was completely different from the story I was telling myself in my brain. And... I was wearing uncomfortable shoes most of the trip because I have got this new pair of shoes from Madewell, and I was trying to walk around in them and trying to break them in, and that's so stupid. I don't know why I did that. I usually wear Keds or Converse. Anyway, so, and my stomach hurt the majority of the trip, which I didn't want to talk to him about because I didn't want to because it's not a cool look. Anyway, and like so I'm hungover most, most of the time with him because we're basically on holiday together, I'd gotten all my work done, and I was flying to see him, and it was it was Halloween. So I'm hungover, uncomfortable shoes, no bathtub. We're staying in a small apartment, and, uh, you know, I kind of felt like a cave. You know, I just felt like I had nowhere to go. There's no bathtub. And the bathtub thing is just, like, so important for my well-being and my brain, or I've gotten very used to bathtubs. These are very highbrow, non-issue problems, but I'm just telling you what I was working with. So, you know, uncomfortable shoes, hungover, Tight quarters, you know, my stomach's in knots, low blood sugar, also pressure to have a good time because we're in a long-distance relationship. Anyway, so all this shit is just happening. It's, and that's all just like, these are all just quiet things that are just happening silently as, you know, my boyfriend and I are going about our business. And then I'm telling myself stories. I don't feel good and I'm not in a good mood or he looks at me the wrong way or there's a silence or... You know, uh, and I just start. you know, this is, I don't know, I, I'm all over the place. I'm not going to tell you continue to tell you the story. But I got home. I'm going to tell you about the coping of, of all of it. I got home, wrote a 10-page journal entry, and found that what was really happening versus my discomfort and internal turmoil in my brain were two completely different things. All he was doing was just quiet and hanging out and holding hands and walking around and just spending time together. That's all it was. He was completely considerate. We were just together. But in the silence and the time with all these other things going on in my brain, um, I couldn't just exist pleasantly in the, in the silence and just be with him in the moment and just be calm and, and spend time with him. And, uh, and so I just got all grumpy and angry and, and tried to cause drama in my brain and with him. And and it was helpful to write it all down. And uh it's helpful because it got me outside of myself, and I could look at my behavior, and I could take responsibility for it, and I could learn from it, and I could go, "Oh, fuck, I don't want to be like that." And uh, and something smart that my I've got two tidbits of, of information that I learned. One, my my friend Natasha gave me some really good advice, and she said, "Because when you fight with your boyfriend or your friend or blah 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 whatever, usually both of you guys are fighting for two different things. You both want to win, right? In a relationship." this is what my friend Natasha told me winning is being happy with the person you're in a relationship with you know the goal is not to be like I'm right you're wrong the goal is to be in a place where you're both like we're good you know I don't have to win to like be happy I want both of us but we want we want both of us to win does any of that make sense I hope it does another thing that I learned today is the minute I start spiraling out of control and start telling myself these stories like, he hates me, he doesn't like me, because so that's another thing I go through. For whatever reason, I subconsciously, uh, I subconsciously believe that, you know, that the guys I've dated or the guy I'm dating, when he's quiet, I subconsciously believe that he doesn't like me and he can't wait to get away from me. That's what I'm thinking that they're thinking. I swear to God, buried down deep, I've, I've realized I believe that the guy I'm with just doesn't like me and just doesn't like me at all and can't wait to get away from me. So that's lingering down there, down, down deep, which is crazy. Anyway, um, the minute I start thinking these things and spiraling, cause they're all based on nothing. And, you know, and women were masters at manipulating ourselves. Like we manipulate ourselves more intensely than than we can manipulate any other people. The minute I start spiraling, you think of a stop sign. This is what my this is what my hair lady told me to do today. The minute I start spiraling, this is what she had to do. She would just imagine a stop sign. She just imagine a stop sign, and she's fucking st- she would stop spiraling. And uh, that's actually helped because I could have spiraled probably three times today because that's how my brain works. Because I'm a fucking nutcase, and I need to see my therapist. And I was not able to see him last Friday because there was a shooting at LAX, and I was on an airplane, and I landed at LAX, and it was all fucking. Took forever to get out of there. Anyway, so there you go. Journal entry helped. The verdict is I'm a monster. The goal is for me and for everybody else out there listening don't be a monster. And two days after I got back from my trip, I got my period. So maybe I was just a fucking cunty jerk because. And I can say the word cunt because I'm a woman and I'm taking the power back. Anyway, maybe I was just a complete cunty jerk who was fast and out of control because I was fucking PMSing the whole time. Is that possible? Fuck! Fuck! And I'm terrified to think of the past relationships I've probably ruined just because I was PMSing. I swear to God there are times in my life where I've I've broken up with a guy in a real way, like we've officially broken up, and then I get my period like two days later and I'm like, shit, oh no, wait, did I really not love him? Wait, was I really that angry? This isn't just because I was getting my period and my hormones were all fucking wacky and crazy and I just made a really huge decision just because of my period, is it? So there's that. I just ex- I explained to you some of the many bad things that I do in relationships. And I'm, make, I'm making a promise to me, and myself, and you, and everybody out there, and even my boyfriend, if you listen to the show, that I'm going to try to get my crazy under wraps, or just do it a little bit less, and sprinkle it, you know, a little bit less every month. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning into uh, Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by BoyCrazy.com. Tune in every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, same place. Same time, uh, if you want to listen to a live show, I said it before, I'll say it again. You go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash I'm Boy Crazy every Wednesday at 9 p.m., and you can call in to the show, we can have a chat, and you can tell me any, any way you're feeling, Anything, any thoughts you're having. Anyway, follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. Follow me on Instagram at I'm Boy Crazy. Follow me anywhere you want, guys. I love you so much. I'm going to play us out with a song. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you can also leave a voicemail message in uh, the Boy Crazy voicemail box if you can't call in during the live show. Leave your message under a minute. Don't include your telephone number in your message. uh, And I'll play it on the following Boy Crazy Radio. And the telephone number is area code 888-666-2045. That's (laughs) 1-888-666-2045. Lou Reed died. It was Halloween. Also, nobody called in and told me about their Halloween stories. You can all get fucked. I can't believe you didn't fucking tell me. Ridiculous. I would have liked to know. Um, The shooting at LAX didn't need to happen. Ridiculous. A 23-year-old loon who was going to commit suicide and then instead decided to shoot uh, whatever those guys are called, those workers are called at LAX. Very unfortunate, unnecessary, sad, a bummer. I don't know what it all means. We can talk about it next week on Boy Crazy Radio. I'm going to play us out with a song. In the spirit of a belated Halloween, I'm going to play a song called Hollywood Forever Cemetery by Father John Misty. This song means a lot to me. Here we go. Bye. Bye.
0: Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, Charges roaming, and premium content subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit ballot for in plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans offer random 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by of reward card requires
4: online registration.